This episode of Life and Dilemmas podcast is sponsored by Nando's UK, brought to you by Deliveroo. Hello everybody and welcome back to Life and Dilemmas podcast. So, today is going to be a bit of a different kind of vibe, um, because my co-host is not with me at the moment. So... It's going to be just me by myself on the podcast, so Pre will be truly missed. Um, she has got a little message which um, I'll read out to you, and it says, "Hey guys, sorry I cannot join on the podcast today. I've got some personal things to deal with. I will be back soon." So she'll be back on probably um, one of the next couple of episodes. So you have got the honour of me today, and um, it's going to be very interesting because. I'm not really used to kind of doing this, would be doing this kind of thing by myself. So prior to this, I've done uh, a radio show before. And when you, I've not done it solo, but when I was co-hosting with someone, someone can either pick up, you know, the tone of the conversation because it feels weird when you're talking to yourself. But we're going to go with it and see how it goes, guys. So me and Pri had a little bit of a phone call. We had a little FaceTime. We spoke about... Um, you know the the dilemmas and things like that that we had received um, some dog barking outside of the studio just want to quickly as well give Kieran um, you know a little shout out whose studio that we're using one of my really good friends um, so thank you very much Kieran for letting us use your studio here um, but yeah guys so like I was just saying me and Pri we um, had a little phone call we spoke about the dilemmas because we received them um, you know, via email, and there were some crazy ones in there, and you know, the thing is, I said to Priya, I said, maybe we will have to tell everybody to stop sending their dilemmas in for this year, because we've received so many since the last episode, and I just think, you know, do we need, do we need to do a fresh dilemma every week, where we find someone, someone sends us their dilemma, or, you know, do we go with the ones that we've already been sent and just keep picking from them? Um, so it's one of them, really. But we will decide, um, you know, as the show goes on and see what happens. Um, when we were in edit for the last episode as well, Pri was literally having a go at me. She was like, well, we both we were both quite annoyed because we were like, we're using a lot of repetitive words. And, you know, when you hear yourself back, you do think, why am I saying that word again? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I say like a lot. I say um a lot. So it's like trying to get all of that to, you know, out of your vocabulary that you're speaking. It's like you don't realise it until you hear yourself back. And I, what I would suggest is, guys, um, you know, have a f- conversation with, like, one of your friends. Like, record it and just listen back to what like how you sound and you'd be like wow I said it like this this and like that it's quite funny but yeah so we had a little phone call um, because Pri's not around at the moment so we had a phone call and we went through the dilemmas and we we both came across this one that we can both relate to um, and I thought it would be a great dilemma for me to um, discuss on the podcast but also um, Pri's going to give her a response to this um so what she's done is she's wrote out a response and i will read it out on her behalf so she is involved in the podcast uh, you know in, in some way but not here with me today i think there's dogs 
outside of here have shut up now and stopped barking. I'm just looking out one of the windows of um, of the studio at the moment. I'm just watching like I don't know what's going on. All of these cars are pulling up in the in the car park of the building, and they've just got people sitting in the cars with their dogs. So is there some sort of dog walking thing going on in Birmingham today? I have no idea. So yeah, guys, let's get with it and let's read out the dilemma that we've chosen. Right, let's get this one, let's read this dilemma. So it goes, hi, I have a dilemma, which is I have broken up with my ex. Last week was the anniversary of us suspect. I'm sure this is meant to say suspect. Sus- this doesn't make sense, guys. Um, we didn't. We're reading it straight from the email, so we've literally copy and pasted it. Um, so basically, it says last uh, last week was meant to be the anniversary of our wedding. So I, I don't think this supposed to be in there was meant to make sense like that. But so it said, I had a breakdown, and I'm finding it very hard to move on. It has been a year now, and I'm still pretty cut up and thinking of my ex nearly every other day. We said some really bad things to each other. I didn't mean I did to each other. I didn't mean and left it on bad terms. I still love my ex and I th- will I think I will forever. So this is the one that we we both decided that we would talk about. Um Pre's got a, you know, got a response to this and then I'll I'll just have a talk about, you know, how I feel and what my response would be for you know trying to deal and cope with this um so pre's response to this dilemma is um we all say things and do things we don't mean when it comes to our ex comes to your ex i fully understand the trauma bond that bond you are in and it's completely normal the best advice i can give you is go to therapy and journal your thoughts when you feel like this if you are both meant to be together, you will you will be together no matter what obstacle, obstacles come your way. I know it's hard, but you have to carry on and work on yourself and evolve. That's a, that's a great response, Bri. Um, You know, that's short, but to the point. And, you know, there's a lot of valid things in there, like going to therapy is very important um, in life in general with anything that you're going through and anything that you've gone through, um, you know, trauma-wise. Definitely therapy is... It, you know, is something that we should all consider, even when it's from childhood issues and things like that. Just therapy is you, once you find the right therapist, then it then it can really help you. Um, you know what I was pretty saying there. She said about the um, if you're meant to be together, you'll be together and fully like. Yeah, I I do agree with that. I feel like no matter what you say to each other, no matter what happens, you will. If you're meant to be together, you'll be together, um, regardless of what situation and whatever. Like, if if it's your person, they will be with you. I really do apologise if you can hear a dog barking because, like I said, guys, outside of the studio window, I don't know what why this studio sh- is meant to be soundproof, and I can fucking hear the dog. So, Kieran, sort it out. Um, but yeah, so f- for me, from my personal experience, I would say, you know. 
question yourself and what you think and why you think that of them. So why do you, what do you actually miss? What do you actually miss about that person? What do you miss about the relationship? Why are you thinking about that person? Are you thinking about the good times that you had with that person? How many times did you actually feel good with that person? And then, you know, I know people are, a lot of people aren't too keen about this because it is facing, facing the issue and the trauma head on. But I personally, you know, did a thing where I wrote down all of the things that I didn't enjoy about them, which was a trigger for me. Um, from my past relationship so you know everything that I was hurt about everything that hurt me all of the negative you know negative pointers I wrote down and I kept reading them and reading them reading them and every time I felt a certain way or like they like people like to say in your feelings I would get that out and I'd read it and be like okay that's why we couldn't be together because of that reason you know and I always think as well that some people are a lesson some people are meant to come into your life to teach you a lesson to teach you that you're not they're not the type of person that you want but you thought you wanted or you know sometimes we do have to just continue moving on whether it's painful or not majority of the time it's going to be painful for all of us to move on from you know dark situations when it comes to toxic relationships i've been in a toxic very toxic relationship and it, you know, it it was kind of a lot of going back and forth, um, you know, and it got to a point where the other person didn't want to put in the work to make the relationship work, because you can always make a relationship work, and you see a lot of inspirational speakers, and um, there was there was a TED Talks um, episode that I watched on YouTube, and I can't remember what it is. But I'll try and reference it another in another episode if we if we discuss this again, and and um, you know the man that was doing the TED talks, he's talking about you know relationships and toxic bonds and all of these things, and he went you know your soulmate and your person that you're meant to be with is not actually someone that you're gonna have a great time with in life. He's like you're you're not gonna have enjoyment with them constantly you're not going to have enjoyment you're not going to be happy with them but that's a test for you if you can make it work through all of that that is your soulmate your soulmate's not somebody that comes into life and makes things easy for you because he said with life that person is not guaranteed to be there so when they're gone you're going to find it hard and then you've got to go through all of the pain and all of the struggles that you should have gone through while you were with a person then when they're not there so for example someone can pass away someone can die someone can end up leaving you the person that you feel amazingly happy with all the time they can end up leaving you because they don't want the relationship anymore there's all t- all types of different things that you know the person can leave you when you're in an amazing relationship and it can just end your whole world and then you're lost and then you just literally don't know what to do anymore another thing as well what I've learned from therapy which was you know we spend most of our relationships falling in love with the person that we make them out to be in our heads and actually who they are and how they treat us or who they show us that they are so there's a saying that says like if someone mistreats you take them from where from how they mistreat you than how you feel about them um you know 
I know it's not easy. We're all in a situation where sometimes we do feel like we are in love with somebody and they are our person and whatever. But like, you know, like ref- referencing back to previous ones, if, you, if you're meant to be with that person, you'll be with that person. Don't, you know, don't sweat it. Don't stress it. Don't think about it. You know, like I was going, like I was just explaining about my previous relationship, I really wanted it to work. I really tried to make it work, but if you're both not at the same page and you're both not willing to do and put in the put in the effort to change certain things about yourselves, then it's never going to work. And you know, me and Pre have spoke about this, had this conversation about having a, maybe bringing a few of our friends in as well, and in, in on this conversation, and we we received a dilemma as well, which we're probably gonna we might we might discuss it. We don't know yet, but it says about exes moving on quickly. And these are, these are two things that me and Pre have experienced, um, both of us. So we were in long. I was in a long term relationship. I'll talk about myself because Pre can't justify or speak for us. Like she's not here, so I can't really divulge in too much stuff. But I can just say, you know, the basics of what's what we all share. So. You know, I was with somebody for a very long time. It was nearly five years. Um, there was a lot of toxicity in the relationship. It wasn't really getting anywhere because it was just getting worse, worse as it as like the years progressed. And you know, we were just both getting more hurt. And it come to a point where, you know, I suggested that we got help from outside. And I don't know if it's an Asian thing or whatnot. Because obviously, my, well, my partner was from the same community as me. She was from Punjabi community, and you know, a lot of us Punjabis, we don't even talk about therapy or getting help. We just don't talk about it. We don't even talk about, you know, if someone's an alcoholic, like sending them to rehab. No, you can't send them to rehab. Like that's like shunned. Why is it? Sh- why would you rather someone drink themselves to death than send them to rehab? And you know, be able to discuss that in our community and just say, like, you know what, so-and-so in, in their family, so-and-so in my family, they had an alcohol problem, we sent them to rehab, they're completely well now, they're better, they're doing well with themselves, they're living their life, they've got a, a great job, they're making it, uh, you know, they're earning a living, like, everything's great with them. Why is that okay to, why is that not okay, sorry, to discuss in our community, but to, just, but to be able to discuss that all? so-and-so drinks so much so-and-so's partner or so-and-so's dad and son is an alcoholic they drink all the time they're drunk they're doing this they're doing that why is that okay to be discussed but discussing getting help isn't i just think it's a fucking stupid back backwards mentality i would happily be able i would happily want to admit that i was an alcoholic and went and got out and went to rehab then i'm an alcoholic i'm not doing fuck all about it I'm just feeling sorry for myself. I wanted the whole, I wanted the whole world to feel so much sympathy for me. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. But you know, I know I'm going off a bit topic here. But what I'm trying to say is, when I was in this relationship and I was trying to implement these things that that could potentially, you know, build us and you know, and and want us to grow and reform and come out of that horrible dark space. I would rather that us do that than keep going through the same things again and just breaking up when I knew that was my I thought that was my person and fortunately it wasn't because if that was my person they'd want to make it work no matter what right people just giving up too easily these days in you know in things that 
they can make make it work. So this TED Talks, this guy in the TED Talks, he said that, like he said, your soulmate is meant to be a challenge. They're meant to, they're meant to test you. They're meant to turn your life upside down. And then you to just come out of it and still have a great relationship with them and be like, okay, we went through this, we've grown from this, we've discussed it, we've got the right help, here we are today. That's why marriages, relationships, they don't last. People get married, then they have a child, they realise, I'm not with it, I don't want to be with this person anymore because they don't mentally stimulate me, we don't have great conversations, everything's just getting dull and boring, it's, everything's getting repetitive. How many people do we know that are in relate that are in marriages are just not on, that are just so unhappy I, I I just I know so many and I know a lot of other people that I know know people that are unhappy in relationships and marriages so we have to really think about these things and think about if something's worth fighting for you will fight fight for it and you will have it in your life so for this dilemma I wouldn't worry about the ifs and the nots and the buts I would worry about where you're going to go next, what you're going to do, involve with yourself, how you're going to progress, what you're going to do to up your game in in, in this, you know, sort of GTA lifestyle that we're all living these days, like everyone just wants to be on top. You need to worry about that and worry about where you're going, then worry about a past relationship where it, it just didn't work. Do you know what I mean? So focus on the future, not on the past. And I'm sure, like, you know, you look back at this. I know it has been a year and, you know, a year is still quite a long time and you'd think that you would be a little bit better by then. But even if it takes you two years, three years, you need to make that initial step, which is getting therapy, journaling, and then pinpointing what you actually missed about that person and why and thinking about the things that you didn't enjoy so you can move on to things that you can enjoy with the next person if you know if you're ready if you're not ready that's fine you don't have to move on with anyone that quickly you know a year is after a year people do tend to move on a year or two um you know like I was referencing earlier my part my ex-partner she moved on quite quickly which was quite damaging for me because the person that I thought she was and what she stood by and who she made me made out to be is not the person that I saw then move on quickly into a relationship um you know but you see karma karma comes around and it teaches people a lesson it bites them in the ass and you know that's all I'm going to say about that one um the grass always seems green greener on the other side and it can seem greener for two two three months to a year two years three years four years but then you wake up one day and you realize you made the biggest mistake of your life and you're unhappy for the next five years because you've made the you've made a mistake that's why it's very very crucial and very vital that when you come out of a relationship and you broke up with somebody you need to heal you have to heal right you've got to heal and you've 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 got to make sure that you get the right help get your psyche sorted because you're just gonna it's just gonna be like one of those um, what do you call it, like a boomerang, you, you're just flinging it and it's flinging back at you because also when you're moving on so quickly and you're not healed, you're, you're just dam you're damaging the person that you're with. So you've literally, you're ruining someone else's life 
and you know i've i've got i've got a very good friend and i know that i know that he won't um mind me saying this but he pretty much we had a, we had a little conversation all of us did we had we had conversations about relationships we all do we're a very big friendship group and we discuss a lot of good things and we would me and pre would love to have everyone on here but it's just getting everyone together at the same time it's very difficult but we when we do get together we do have very good intellectual conversations and you know we had a conversation one of one of our friends he is 34 he's a little bit older and he's divorced now he's got one child and you know his story and situation was that he got out of a relationship with somebody he got in with another relationship with somebody thought he was really happy wanted to get married they got married they had a child and he was a definition of waking up one day and realizing that he wasn't happy anymore and he didn't know how it was going to change and he didn't know how he was going to become happier because he was in a really dark miserable place and it wasn't until he realized that shit like this is like set i think it was like f- six years down the line not even maybe not even six years maybe I, i'm mistaken for the years but he was like oh i feel like i'm not over my ex and this is like six years later and because that is because he never did the work and i don't know if it's a ma- ma- um, you know a man thing you know i like per- personally for me I kept myself busy with work and I didn't I didn't want to be with anyone actually I don't want to have any relationship I, I'm not until I, I wasn't ready until now obviously now I'm, I'm, I have been dating and I have got to know people but it took me at least you know a year and a half to try and sort myself out I, what I did was I burnt myself out for the first five months after I had my had after my breakup and then what I did was I realise that this isn't working. I'm actually losing my mind. I'm losing, you know, I'm I'm literally going crazy. And then what I did was I um I did get therapy, and that's when in therapy I started um you know finding out about different things that you can do like journaling, different tactics, um, listening to a lot of TED talks, videos about relationships, all of those type of things. They really did help help me. Um, but it wasn't until I actually got the therapy that I needed, then I started healing and started working on myself and started realising, you know, where I was going wrong, what I needed to do, where where I could, um, you know, work on my thoughts, how I could work on my thoughts, what I can do when I, when I think about a certain thing. You know, it really did help me. And this is what I said to my friend who's divorced and felt in a really shit situation i just said the same to him i was like you didn't do the work on yourself and it's come to bite you in the ass six years later or five or six years later when you know you've had a kid with the person that you moved on with so quickly but you've realized that they're not they're not actually what you wanted and imagine that and it's not fair and fair on, on that person either because why should they have to feel the brunt of that because you didn't put in the work and you didn't heal it's 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 not right guys you know so you need to work on yourself get a you know get a situation so what i did was guys like when i went through mine i when i burnt myself out working i just i wasn't happy at all and you know because i burnt myself out when i was working so much and then i realized shit like 
something's not really right here and I really do need some help. Um, you know, my therapist told me to write out like a daily plan of what I wanted to do each day. So I, I'm, you know, my family's property and so I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with property every single day. So I would have all my tasks and then I would do a walk in the morning. So I would tick that off. And, you know, when you have a, when you, when you see it on like a plan, like a planner, let's say like your daily planner of what you're going to do and you tick it off, you feel so much better because you feel like actually I've achieved something. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. Whereas in when you just go along with it, you don't really give yourself a lot of credit. But I, you know, made a plan. I would wake up at like four or five in the morning, go for a long walk, listen to a podcast if I wanted to. Some days I'd listen to like um, healing sounds, um, like these H, I don't know what, high frequency like music that helps with with like anxiety it can help with healing certain parts of your body so I did all of that and then I would you know go to work do what I need to do with my work with my business and then I would eat healthy finish my day from work by going to the gym or going for a run going to play football um you know having a routine of doing things and then i'd be right okay on the weekend or on the weekday in the evenings I'd, I'd i'd make a plan with a friend to do a certain thing like we would either go for food or we would like just catch up or you know go for a drink like just like a non-alcoholic drink because i don't want my life to start revolving around alcohol because that's what was going on with me when i first came out of the relationship like i said for the five months i was just a mess like working drinking keeping myself busy, not talking to anyone, not talking about how I felt, just ignoring it all. Then, you know, after I went to therapy, then I learned that I can speak to certain people. I've got friends in my friendship group. We're all quite vocal. We're all quite open. And we have just check in with each other. We check in, you know, to be like, are you okay? How are you? I haven't heard from you in a long time. Are you actually okay? What's going on with you? Is everything all right? You know, just little things like that, just checking in with each other, and then you know, me and my friends, me and the, me and in the friendship group, we all check in on each other all the time, and we just all see if everyone's okay. And if, if someone's gone quiet for a little bit, then we'll always, you know, check in on each other. But yeah, so it's been a great podcast. I must say myself, even though Pri's not been here, because it's been a great topic to discuss, and you know, it's. It's just good that these things come up so we can discuss it and we can, you know, help people as well and just talk about our own experiences. Um, you know, Pri is missed in this in in this podcast because she would have added a lot of you know high value points to it, whereas then I've just like blabbered on a little bit, I suppose. But um, yeah, guys. So hopefully the next episode, Pri will be back with us in the studio. But yeah, for now, just keep sending in your dilemmas to um, dilemmas dot podcast no sorry fucking up there aren't i it's dilemmas dot life dot podcast at europe dot com and um you know for a chance for your dilemma to be discussed in the show and i will speak to you in the next episode take care guys <laughs>